Welcome everyone. Thank you for joining me for the first episode of the Inspire Me podcast. I'm Shelly, here to tell my story. The story of the past couple years, the challenges I faced, which included a near-death experience that helped align me with my purpose. I truly hope this story inspires you to follow your heart. Let's begin. It was the beginning of 2020, January to be exact, one of the busiest months of the year for me with my career and my kids in sports. I was also taking a personal training course in Edmonton, so I've always wanted to be a trainer and I thought it would match well with my love of teaching yoga. You see, I was at a serious transition point in my life. Six months prior in June of 2019, my husband and I separated. And 10 years prior to that, I had given up my career to care for my children. And staying home with them is a decision I'll never regret. I absolutely love being a mom. I cherish every single moment I have with them. I've been blessed with three remarkable human beings. And I was at a point where I didn't want to give up my passion. I truly love helping others and I'm a very compassionate individual. I enjoy teaching yoga. I had also recently taken my Reiki courses and through this training, I realized I had a strong gift of uh, heightened intuition. An intuition that could help a lot of people in many ways. Reiki taught me to truly trust my intuition. And it was through that trust that I received clear guidance on how to really help people find clarity and understanding in their unique challenges, create balance in their everyday lives. I found a unique gift within me, and I could really help people in a deeper way. Something I have wanted to do since I was a little girl. But how was I going to support myself and three children on that career choice? My reality was I was nearing 40 and starting over. I felt no stable ground. There was too many moving pieces. And I felt an overwhelming pressure to figure my life out. All while going through that emotional roller coaster that divorce delivers. I eventually came to the conclusion that my passion of yoga and Reiki and a strong gift of intuition was not stable enough to provide the kind of life I wanted to provide for my children. And that was a hard decision to arrive at. I remember wanting to so desperately keep my career. It really felt so aligned with my true nature of who I am. But due to the circumstances of my life, I would constantly talk myself out of it. And those limiting beliefs hit really hard. No, you can't make money at that. Will people really come to Reiki? Can I trust the intuitive insights? Maybe it's easier to work for someone else and just take a paycheck home. 
Am I really good enough? I eventually caved to the fear and the limiting beliefs I set on myself. I chose to fear it rather than try. I stifled my potential. It seemed like the rational choice. A true head-over-heart decision was made, and I took another route. I looked at my past. What else am I good at? I had a web page design diploma in my back pocket and a very successful sales and marketing background. So I decided to start a design and marketing company up. I called it Revival. This was my plan, but I didn't love it. I was making a choice of what I thought I would bring stability, but not my passion, not my joy, not my purpose. Even when I thought of it, I didn't get a real feeling of excitement. And do I really want to sit in front of a computer all day? You see, I love talking to people. I love to help. I truly care about people. But is that desire alone enough to sustain and provide a lifestyle for my kids as a single parent? My fear set in again. And I would give myself every reason in the book why it wasn't good enough. And never even give it a shot. And if you really know me, I'm as stubborn as they come. I thought it was the best decision for our new life. So I began steadily focusing on creating a new path with revival while still working as a yoga teacher and now a personal trainer. And I had dropped the idea of pursuing Reiki even though there were so many signs of purpose to go after that. I thought is a gift of intuition enough to provide financial means that was needed? I told myself it was not. And life was busy. I was trying to figure out parenting in two different households. I missed my children when I didn't have them. This in itself is not an easy transition. I also felt I only had so much time to figure my life out and create the stability that was needed. But then in March of 2020, COVID hit. We were isolated in our homes, and in the matter of weeks, the fitness industry was impacted hard. I lost all my work and was homeschooling my children now for the unforeseeable future. And I'm sure we all felt the drastic change in lifestyle when the pandemic arrived. I remember feeling helpless, lost, and very overwhelmed. The fear in myself and others at that time was very strong. And I was at a point in my life where I needed that stability. And it was taken away. And not the best time to make any new career moves. As my children needed me. And the business I worked at was closed. So now what? I would tell myself to embrace the uncertainty. Trust the outcome. That everything was going to be okay. But that grew harder as the days turned into months. Fear rode high in a lot of people. What do you really do when a pandemic hits? Chaos hit the entire world and we were living it. 
I felt at that time that things were out of my control. It was best to take things day by day, so that's what I focused on. It was now May of 2020. The pandemic was still on, and there were many rules, restrictions around any activities you could do. My twin sister Stacy and I loved a quad. This was one of the things we were allowed to do at the time. I remember it was a regular day, no different than any other. And I didn't wake up with any feelings that this day was going to change me forever. And I actually remember feeling pretty tired and drained. I even did a gratitude meditation in the morning to try to lift my spirits. Life just felt heavy at the time. But it was a beautiful sunny day and I needed something to brighten my mood. So we jumped in her side by side and took off. Cruising around the hills and having a lot of fun as we normally do. And something always felt so freeing when we would go. We really enjoyed this time together. It really bonded us. About midday, we reached the river. And the river was higher, but had recently receded. We drove along the bank and parked along a sandy section to have lunch and just relax by the river. We chatted about life. We were always each other's backbone of support for whatever we were going through. After a while, we decided to drive to another spot close by. So we jumped back in the side-by-side and put our seatbelts on. Since we were driving a short distance, I just held our helmets in my lap. Stacy went to reverse, as she couldn't drive ahead. In that moment, I had a feeling to look behind me. And right then, I seen the ground along the bank of the river break off right underneath our back tires. I yelled my sister's name. But it was too late. In a matter of seconds, our side-by-side flipped over backwards into ten feet of freezing cold water. Upside down, locked in our seatbelts and fully submerged in water. We began to fight for our lives. And we couldn't see anything. The water was murky and dark, flowing fast. Stacy managed to get her seatbelt off struggled to find a way out of the side-by-side, back to the surface of the water. Only to find I wasn't there. And still under the water. She tried to fight the current, went under the water three times to try to get to me, but she couldn't. She felt the force of the water, and it felt impossible to move through it. And I remember that feeling of hitting the water. Not enough time to even know if I had taken a breath. It happened so fast. It was so dark. And while holding on to any breath I had, I tried unlocking my seatbelt, but it wouldn't budge. I then tried to get out of the straps, but nothing. I was trapped under the water fighting for my life. I was under for a very long time. I couldn't see anything, and I remember thinking, no, this can't be it. Someone is going to save me, right? 
but nobody came and I couldn't do any more. The breath I was holding began to release and I started inhaling water. Then my body began convulsing. I remember closing my eyes and thinking about my life, my family, friends, my children, everyone that I would never see again, and all the things left unsaid, all the things I still wanted to do, and my babies. I couldn't leave them. They need me. I still felt like I had purpose here. Not yet. It's not my time. I then felt a stillness come over me and felt calm and peaceful. Almost like an acceptance of my fate. My body became very light. It felt like time stood still. Then I heard these words spoken to me. It didn't feel like it came from me, or if it did, I believe it was my soul. I heard, no, but I have so much more to do. I then felt a powerful surge of energy come over me, almost like getting jolted awake. And I remember thinking, one last try. I have to try. I began hammering on my seatbelt and it let loose, set me free. I then started feeling for an opening and found my way through a window. I used every bit of strength I had left, which wasn't much to get back to the surface. My eyes locked to the light above me and rising above that water felt so empowering. What a feeling, like a rebirth. I was never more grateful to see my sister standing there, all that time not knowing if she was even alive. And that first breath I'll always remember, the way the sun shined through the trees and the sounds of life around me. Under the water it was so quiet. I was scared and crying, stumbling my way to the shore. I dropped on the shore for a moment, trying to process what had just happened. My sister and I were in shock and trembling. My body felt very weak. We flagged down help from a nearby group and were able to make it back home. When I arrived home, I was still crying. Very upset, I didn't know what to do with myself. I had nearly died. I was very much in shock and my body was battered. I was having a hard time processing it all. The first few days, I spent a lot of time in bed. I was so weak, it felt like I was hit by a truck. And I was upset with my life. A divorce losing my career to COVID, and now this. Why? I felt depressed and due to the accident in the first few weeks after. It was like I couldn't feel any emotion. I couldn't focus my mind. Even when I looked at my own children, 
I couldn't feel anything. And this scared me more than anything. I'm that person who cares. I'm a person who feels. I'm compassionate. I love. That is me. Now where am I? I knew I couldn't go on feeling this way. I still needed to fight for my life and who I am. I realized I fought a battle in the accident, but now was the next level. How do I fight for my life now? How do I get back to me? I knew I still needed to find some inner strength inside of me to process this trauma. And as my body was healing, I was getting heart palpitations and felt I should go to the doctor to get checked over. I remember seeing my doctor quiver as I explained what had happened. Kind of set home that being trapped underwater and drowning is a lot of people's worst nightmare. He was kind and helpful. I found out I had high blood pressure from the trauma of the accident. He told me I needed to do what I could to deal with the trauma and heal myself again. If I couldn't, to come see him again. And he would put me on medication. I remember getting in my car. I was very upset. Why was all this happening? Is this my rock bottom? Why is life so cruel? I've been through a lot in my life, but this was a whole new battle. I thought, can I really do it? Can I heal this? I have to try. I have to find the courage to face this. So I immediately began counseling sessions and EMDR to deal with the trauma, which helped me so much and brought my high blood pressure down. I continued yoga and meditation, but without being able to focus my mind and stay present, this felt defeating and extremely frustrating. All the things that I used daily to bring calm and peace into my life didn't work anymore. So now what? I felt just because I didn't have the answers doesn't mean I can't find them. I decided to start studying deeper healing modalities. I dove deeper into the healing modalities of yoga, meditation, energy work, and sound therapy. I found my mind wouldn't focus in regular meditation, so I started guided meditation, breathing exercises, energy work, and sound therapy. Artwork also helped me focus during this time. I started creating a regular routine of healing with more focus on the energy body. I studied and practiced daily and slowly began feeling better. I knew if this would work, I'd have to stay diligent. So every day, I set aside time to devote to myself. And over time, I started to feel like myself again. I found the energy work and sound therapy that I was doing was creating a profound connection to myself. I was feeling better. And the work I was doing was helping me handle any daily stressors with ease. I had become my own healer. Something that I wasn't sure was possible was happening. 
And you know something else I was realizing through this process? Why am I not giving everything I have at following my passion in life? When did it become okay for me to walk away from that and follow something much less appealing? Because fear set in. Fear of my own stability. Fear of the unknown. Fear of what people might think. Fear of success. Fear of change. Fear that I could really make a difference. All the what-ifs and limiting beliefs I set on myself is what stopped it. I stopped it. I stopped believing I could. What this near-death experience taught me was that life is truly short. We don't know our exit point. You never really know how much time you have. Should we sit back and limit our potential? Or go after everything you've ever wanted with everything you've got? No regrets. No holding back. It's time. So I did. I took everything I learned through my healing and my life and blended it. I dropped the marketing business and went after yoga, Reiki, energy healing, sound therapy, and started an intuitive coaching course where I truly believed I could make a difference, a bigger impact. And through this course, I again was reminded of the strong intuitive insight I had. I also built an amazing support system with a wonderful group of ladies, and that was needed. I needed them. They gave me that extra push. And in the hopes of helping others heal as I did, I got creative and blended intuitive coaching, Reiki, energy healing. This was my purpose. I was aligned. And I finally believed in myself and all I had to offer. I became very busy. And I was helping a lot of people make positive change in their lives. Everything aligned and I was living my purpose. And then it stopped. COVID hit again. My work was restricted and I was back homeschooling my kids. And these shifts happened multiple times over the coming months. I was held back from what I wanted to do and when I really needed to create stability in my life. I realize that deciding to follow your passion doesn't necessarily make the road easy. And each setback dropped me back into that fear-based mindset. What if? Can I really do this? What held me through was the people I was helping. People from all walks of life came for Reiki, sound therapy, coaching. And seeing that positive shift in them fueled my passion through the hard times. They helped me as much as I was helping them. It felt really fulfilling to see the healing I had done for myself was now healing others. I knew I was finally doing what I was meant to do, and I believed I could. COVID eventually tapered and I grew busier with work, My sister and I created a yoga studio to help bring more love and connection back into our community. 
and I know there will be roadblocks. COVID hasn't disappeared, nor do I, nor do I think it will. But I have to believe in this path of purpose and find my way through those challenges as they come. I also branched out to create this podcast with the goal of bringing people together to not only tell my story, but to give people a platform to share theirs. And I believe we all have a story. It's time to share the message that we really aren't all alone in our challenges. We're bonded in so many ways. Each of us. So be real, raw, honest about our battles, our limitations, our truths. Your unique story is your own. Many times in each chapter we can ourselves and allow fear to take the driver's seat. We will justify it, rationalize it. Somehow it becomes the better decision when in fact it's not. And who would I be if I didn't try and show my children to have the courage to follow their purpose? Who would I be if I didn't listen to the words that were spoken to me on death's door? And what about you? When do you step onto the pages of your story? When do you start believing that you can? I say it's time to drop all the limitations and doubts to let fear take the back seat, to find courage in each step along your unique path, to connect to your purpose and really live it. You're worth that. You're so worth that. And it's really all just a mystery. There will always be unknowns. But trust and believe you too have so much more to do. Thank you for joining me on the first episode of the Inspire Me podcast. And please take a moment, subscribe, and stay tuned for any future episodes. Have a beautiful day.